Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, happy Wednesday. Welcome and welcome back. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay. Now, I hope you're enjoying your Wednesday and we are going to get right into it. We are on part two of the consummation of time. Now, I just want to say something and then I'm going to give you the rundown. Then we're going to start. Last week, I didn't know how long it was going to go. I already told you guys 63 pages here, 63 I knew I wasn't going to be able to give you everything, but I prayed that I could give you as much as I can and that you could understand what's being said. I still pray that you could understand what's being said, and I'm praying that I communicate it in a way that you could receive it. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Um, as I said before, sometimes, um, people such as myself and other people who teach lessons, they um, teach things and people may not receive it. I don't know how the uh, the miscommunication or the lack of understanding comes in, maybe because somebody's speaking something spiritual and you didn't catch it because you're still in a carnal ear or maybe it wasn't communicated properly or whatever it was, I'm praying to the most high that you get everything especially out of this lesson that you need because these scriptures are so much more than just a book of history and what you should and should not do. There's so many things that took place on earth since the beginning that has happened way before us, happening now, and it's going to happen after us. And I'm praying that we all are of one mindset and that is to get right with the most high. So I'm going to move forward and I'm going to start reading the scriptures that I said I'm going to read. Now, as I said last week, there's a much bigger plan for humanity than just the laws from the beginning and having faith in the end. Yeshua's plan is much more complex than just faith, which must accompany works. And this was explained in the beginning last week. Remember, it started with Adam because if it wasn't for Adam sinning, we would not be in this situation from the beginning. Okay? Um, and I'm going to read um, some books to let you know. And these are not books that are in the Bible. 
the laws are also guidelines and of ethical the laws are guidelines and they're ethical and moral guidelines okay the most high statutes and precepts everything he says is statute is a precept i already told you that so he has laws statutes precepts and commands mm -hmm. the first one was given to adam okay and he transgressed it so from adam's loins was wickedness a seed of wickedness was planted everybody was wicked yashua yashua yah took his friend aside and said this is gonna be my lot meaning this is who i'm taking this who i'm gonna take to the side for myself and i'm gonna make him a promise and i'm gonna give him a whole generation generations and generations of people and they're gonna be mine but the generations of people from the contract didn't listen the marriage contract so what is he doing oh he's shaking stuff up with them because they're gonna do what he said no matter what and remember the most high said that he reprimands those that he loves that's number one and number two he gonna weed out the rebels so let's just think about this. You got kids and you got one or two of them, maybe three, four. I don't know how many you got. But some or one of those kids just keep showing they behind no matter what. Are you going to stop loving them because of it? And they may, they may be something else. Okay? Because I know there's, well, you know, people kill and people do wicked stuff. They, they have mothers and fathers. <laughs> Did that take away from the love of the parents? I mean, I don't know. But as a parent, you still got that love. And our love is nothing like the most high's love. But I'm just saying for you to understand that there's still love there when the child start acting up. It don't mean you ain't going to put your foot directly in his behind. So that's what the most high is doing to us. So like I said, for his bride, there's laws and guidelines. No, they ain't listening to that. I'm going to read it. The laws are guidelines of ethical and moral statutes, just like the first one that the Most High gave Adam. They gauge your ability to measure. Um, your ability to be able to listen and adhere, as well as to test your endurance and ability to follow the commands. They were not made for people who were perfect. Okay, and it says this in Hebrews 7 and 19, King James, for the Lord made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. Who's the hope? Yeshua. By which we draw nigh unto the most high. Okay, there's also something uh, in regards to that. Romans 7, 7 through 25, James 1 and 25, Psalms 19, excuse me. 7 through 14, etc. There are set times that all these events will happen. There's a set time for everything to happen. No one knows when, though, according to Yeshua. Matthew 5 and 18 says, this is the ESV, for truly I say unto you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished now why is that because the contract between the husband and the wife 
will not be over until the end of the world. That's why. And it's between the Most High and his bride. Okay? So, as I said, Matthew 24 and 36, King James Version. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels in heaven, but my father only now. When the consummation of time actually comes, the descriptions are there. They all over the scriptures, but nobody knows when. So the most high is giving us a hint and a half. He's telling us he didn't sent word. He said it. Children of Israel. Told the children of Israel's people. The scriptures are saying it for those who stole the uh, books. Yeshua came down here himself and said it. But nobody knows when. He said, yeah, you're going to know the full extent of everything that's going to happen. Okay. The um, humiliation of the children of Israel. Time of sorrows. Um, desolation of, um, you know, desolation and and um, chaos and all this stuff is going to happen. And then the consummation is here. It's going to be all this turbulence tribulation and everything and then the consummation is going to be here which is the end of time judgment that's what it is so these are the, the scriptures that i want you to refer to or just listen to the scriptures that i'm referring to all king james job 25 and 5 behold even the moon and it shineth not yet the stars are not pure in his sight. So the most high is saying that the moon, the sun, moon, and the stars is going to be done away with because everything is sinned. Okay. The stars are not pure. So obviously the most high is going to get rid of that. Just, just with the sun, the moon, the stars, um, the earth, the people on earth, most high is getting rid of it. Okay. It's going to be a whole renewal. Okay. And the uh, children of Israel is going to the next life. And so is the second flock. Okay. New laws, new heavens, new earths, all of that. New, new, new. Matthew 24, 34 through 36. King James, verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Just like I said, but my words shall not pass away. But of the day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels in heaven, but my father only. Know that. Most I said when he come and take all this out, nobody gonna know. I'm gonna come like a thief in the night. That's why you gotta stay full and stay ready. Okay? Because the saints stay ready. Revelation um, 20 and 11, King James. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat upon it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. Why? Two things. They too wicked and they know they're going to be destroyed. And there was found no place for them. Mm -hmm. Revelations 21 and 1. King James, all King James until I say otherwise. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. So what what is Yachanan, um, Yeshua's brother saying? That he saw all of this. So it will come to pass. Yeshua is telling Yachanan in the spirit. Oh yeah, it's going to be a new heaven, new earth. The, um, the stars is going to be gone. The uh, sun's going to be gone. The moon's going to be gone. We getting rid of all that. All of that is gone. We don't need it no more. Everything transgressed. First Timothy 1 and 9, King James Version. Knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless. That's what the law is made of. And since everybody's sinning and falls short, children of Israel. You must listen to those laws. Yeshua came to fulfill, not nullify. Okay? But for the lawless, the sin, uh, knowing this, that the law was not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient. I already told you why. For the unrighteous and for the sinners, for the unholy and the profane, for murderers and fathers of murderers, of mothers and manslayers. Matthew 22, 37 and 38. Yeshua said to them, thou shall love the most high your El with all your heart. And all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. Uh -huh. Now, that's in the New Testament. Now, think about this. Why would it say, don't listen to the laws no more, and it's still telling you to listen to the laws? People have to understand, different books was written by different people, okay? At this time, the children of Israel were scattered all over. When Yeshua got down here, he said, only go to the lost sheep. If you read in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all them, everybody say it's the same stuff. It's really not the same stuff. And he's addressed, each person is addressing different groups of people. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say Yachanan, sorry. Um, Shaul, who they call Paul, is the apostle to the Gentiles. Many of his books was put into the New Testament. Why? Because the heathens knew who they was. So they made a reference to all the people. And then they told the children of Israel that they the heathens. Think about that. I already told you the whole world's fooled, especially the children of Israel, because they don't listen. Yeshua also says that my, ch my children are sadish, means stupid. They stupid. They know the way to go when it's wicked, but they sure don't know how to go the uh, the right way. Most high have been talking to the children of Israel since the beginning. And he says, since you don't want to listen, I'm going to send you a strong delusion. You want the wickedness? Is that what you want? I'm going to give it to you. That's what you want. I already told you the most high going to give us exactly what we want, honey. You will be judged according to your quote unquote righteousness and lack thereof. Anyway, Matthew 22 and 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. Now we already know that by many of the parables uh, slash uh, metaphors that the most high who was Yeshua in the flesh said there's gonna be a whole bunch of people called but only a few people going to the next life okay because remember the most high called the children of Israel are all of them going no because they choosing not to go they're choosing wickedness 
So guess what? They're choosing wickedness and sin. And what's the wages, the payment for sin? Death. Uh-huh. And that's where they're going. Remember, the more something is written, the more importance it holds in terms of end times outside of the scriptures and within the Bible. Okay, now these are also some books to refer to in regards to the description of the consummation of time or the outright term, consummation of time or end days, okay? End days leads up to consummation of time, which is the end, okay? And these are some of the books and not all. Okay, because there's many other books that talk about it, but these are the uh, some of the books that are very important to re uh, refer to. The book of Ju Ju ah, the book of Jubilees, especially chapter what? Excuse me, chapter one. I have chapter and verse, but I'm gonna tell you to go to the chapter so you can listen to the you can read the whole thing and understand what it is. Book of Jubilees, chapter one, chapter twelve, um, chapter twenty three. Chapter six, uh, chapter 23, um, the Bible, obviously, all the uh, prophets, because they tell you what's going to happen in the end days. They tell you what's going to happen to the nations. They tell you the heaven and earth going to pass away. They tell you that the devil's coming with um, the false prophet and the um, beast. I mean, they tell you everything. Um, that's the prophet's. And uh, Matthew, Revelation, these are the books that's telling you, Daniel, and the, the rest of the prophets, major and minor. The book of Enoch, need I say more, all in through it. But when you first open up the first chapter, it tells you about it, okay? Um, chapter thir chapter one, chapter 13, chapter 16, and weaved all in and out of that scriptures because the book of Enoch is many books. It's a bunch of books that they put together and they didn't. So you could be getting a book of Enoch and it only got a few books in it. Then you could get the lost book of this, the lost book of that, the Lord, lost book of Noah, the book of uh, Melchizedek, all that, all that is in the book of Enoch. A lot of people never even heard of that. Okay, then we got the apocalypse of Barak, and I'll just go into it. Chapter 19, um, well, I'll say chapter 16 through 18, then 19, 20, 21, 27, 29, 30, 39, 42, 49, 53, 54, 56, 57, 59, 69, 70, 72, 74, 75, 76, 82, 83, 85. Okay, the apocalypse Barak. That's how much he's talking about the end of times. Uh, ha, 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 ha. And I'm talking about the end end of times, not just the part that they can ready to go into um, Babylon, because this is when um, the Most High is dealing with Barak, Ezra, and um, Jeremiah all together. He's dealing with them and telling them what they need to do when they have to go to Babylon. And then um, what's going to happen in end times, okay? Those three books, those three uh, people were around each other. I'll tell you this too. Well, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Anyway, the Testament of the 12 Patriarchs, um, the end of all things is in Reuben and Benjamin. Uh-huh, okay? Reuben chapter six and Benjamin chapter 11. 
talking about the end of um, the consummation of time, the end of all things. Now, why is that important, especially for the children of Israel? Because the uh, the testament of the twelve patriarchs is telling their progeny, their children's children's children, how wicked they're going to act towards one another, how wicked um, the the land that they're going to be in is, and how they're going to treat one another, and how it's going to end. That's how. Um, that's what the testament of twelves talking to their own people, their own line. Just like you talking to your sons and grandsons and all them after that, giving them a message that they should heed and they never listen. That's what the uh, 12 Patriarchs is about. Anyway, um, the shepherd of Hermas already told you all the visions. The visions is what's telling you what's going to happen to the uh, in the end in regards to a metaphor. I mean, it's a bunch of metaphors in there and it's telling you about the end. And if you know anything about the scriptures and you have a spiritual ear, you'll know who um, Hermas is talking to and what it's about. Okay. Uh, two Ezra slash four Ezra chapters one through nine, the assumption of Moses chapter one, chapter 10, chapter 13, chapter 14. Um, and chapter 11, I missed. Yeah. Um, the Apocalypse of Abraham, chapters 9 through 32, talks about the consummation of time. All those chapters. Jeremiah, chapters 25 through 32, talk about it. Daniel, chapters 8 through 12, talk about it. So I say this to say there are many instances that the Most High talks to the prophets the children of Israel and the people in the beginning, Abraham, who he made the promise to. He said it to um, Adam. He told Adam to end from the beginning. And I'm going to read it. <laughs> Excuse me. I took a water break. Anyway. So let's move forward. Now. Now, I went to these books and the descriptions and or examples are only a few of the many, many prophecies that are stated. Because the whole world is at stake, you must know that this pertains to everyone. And I do mean everyone. Hold on, turn on my air conditioner. I'm hot. Damn it. Hold on. Okay. This pertains to everyone because sin abounds and the world must be renewed, just like people must be renewed, meaning reborn or born again. I understand that. That's why Yahshua said you got to be born again. And he said that to Nicodemus. Nicodemus didn't catch it. Nicodemus just said, How can we be born again? Because you know he had a carnal ear, even though he was a Pharisee. Well, how can we be born again? He ain't catch it. Okay. He ain't catching. I can do all things through the most high who gives me the strength and the power to do. Anyway. And there are scriptures that discuss the earth dying and being reborn. New heavens and new earth, as well as other book, other books listening, uh, listing um, that they're not within the uh, pages of the Bible. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. We we just not paying attention. Why was um, 
circumcision so important in the scriptures? Each male child who comes, and I'm talking about circumcision because there was that's one of the rituals that um, the Most High um, had for his children. If you notice, um, well, I don't know if they do it now because I think that the children that are born now, you have to either ask for it or you have to pay for it. But I told you that he just took the books and they started mimicking what was in the books. And they started telling the children of Israel they the heathens. And a circumcision was something which was um, something that was done as a ritual to the children of Israel, mocking, not mocking, but um, upholding the covenant. It was, some, it was like a statute of the covenant. So you don't even have to do that anymore because in the New Testament, it said your heart is going to be circumcised. And remember, the Most High is not even talking about everybody else. I, Yeshua did not go to nobody but the Lord's sheep. Hello? He's the example, the light to the Gentiles. So he was the example to the Gentiles, which he did what he needed to do. Okay? He was the example to the Gentiles. And for those people who go, no, he's for everybody. Listen to what I'm saying. If you read the scriptures, and I mean a lot of them, the second flock has a job to do for the children of Israel. They are going to be the servants of the children of Israel. Okay? They're not going to be uh, whatever. Because the law says if you put people in bondage, you're going in bondage. And these converts who the second flock are converts. The most high said he, he going to take a second flock. The second flock are converts. They was not born of um, Israel. They was not born of Yaakov, who they call Jacob. The Most High's contract was with the uh, with uh, Abraham and um, Isaac and uh, Jacob. Nobody else. So in the new life, those people who's with the second flock is going to be serving the original branches. I kid you not. I lie to you not. Okay? It's in the Bible. Read it. Anyway, if you know how, let he who has an ear. So like I said, um, these laws was only given to the children because they were the set apart people. So, you know, circumcision was a part of them doing the ritual to stay in line with the most high. Now everybody's doing it don't mean nothing. That's what I was saying. Now, now comes the readings. I'm going to start reading stuff and then I'm going to tell you what it means. Um, I'm not going to say I know everything but I'm going to try to do my best because nobody knows everything. I don't care who ordains themselves to be X, Y, Z, A, B, C. The most high got to work with you to tell you truth. Okay. So some people will get things and they'll look at it, whatever way they look at it. This is what it is. I'm just telling you what I was, um, um, what the most high is working with me on. I would just say that because everybody's not going to understand things. Um, 100%. I'm just going to do what I can do. Period. So, um, 2 Peter 3, or 2 Peter 3. This is from the King James. And this is what Peter says. Now, remember, Peter is the apostle to the children of Israel. He is the rock. That's the one who was the leader. That's the one who the, uh, Yeshua said, I'm going to build my assembly on you. Kepha, meaning the rock. Kepha. So this is the second epistle, beloved. 
Now I write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance. This is, he's talking to the children of Israel, nobody else. That ye may be mindful in the words in which I've spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandment of us, the apostles of the most high and savior, Yahushua. Knowing this first, that all shall come in the last days, scoffers walking after their own lust. That means they're going to be believing whatever they want to. Okay. Scoffers is, <laughs> I ain't believing that nonsense. Yeah. That's what the scoffers are going to be. They're going to be led by their own lust, meaning their belly. Now that's fleshly. The devil's going to be leading them and saying, well, where's the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, since they died, all the things continued as they was in the beginning of creation. Uh-huh. That's what Peter's saying that people going to be saying. For this, they are willingly ignorant that by the word of the Most High, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. And that means there's waters above the earth and then there's waters um, on the earth that the land is sitting on. Thereby the world that when was being overflowed with water perished. Uh-huh. That's the first uh, flood. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of wicked men. It says ungodly, and you already know the most high ain't no God. But beloved, be not ignorant of this thing. That one day with the most high is like a thousand years and a thousand years a day. I already told you the time difference. Uh, Kepha would not have said that if he didn't know that the children of Israel understood the time difference. They did. The most high is not slack. He sure ain't. Concerning his promise to the children of Israel. As some men count slackness. But is long-suffering, yes, he is, very patient, and he wants us to be. That's the fruit of the Spirit, part of the fruit of the Spirit. To us were not willing that anyone should perish, excuse me, but that all should come to repentance. He's been saying that since day one. But the day of the Most High will come as a thief in the night. Okay, you think they didn't know this? in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. He's describing the consummation of times. And the elements shall melt, melt with fevered heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So what is he saying? Everything gonna die. Everything is gonna die. You can't get to the next life without dying. The incorruptible must be turned, I'm sorry, the corruptible must be turned incorruptible. And he means with everything, the heavens, the earth, the people. So he got to get away, he got to get rid of the corruptible, which the devil did at, from the beginning and make it incorruptible. And in order for you to do that, you got to die. So what are we talking about here? The consummation of time, we're talking about the law, statutes, precepts, and commands. That um, is a contract between the children of Israel and um, the Most High. That got to die. The contract of the um, marriage got to die to be renewed. People got to die. 
things gotta die. Who's saying this? Peter. Did you hear this in any other of the books? Any other of the books? No. You don't hear this in any other books because Peter's talking to the children of Israel. I'm going to tell you something else. Something like this is being said too. In what book that Shaul wrote? Hebrews. Is that for anybody else? No, it's for the Hebrews. Hello? I already told you, different books was made for different people. Back to what I was saying. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought ye not to be in all holy conversation and righteousness? Looking for and hastening into the coming of the day of the most high, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. Uh-huh. He's explaining um, the consummation of time. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, we as the children of Israel, according to the most High's promise from the marriage, look for a new heavens and a new earth. Build your, um, your treasures in heaven. This is what Yahshua was saying. Come on now. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot or blemish and i'm gonna tell you how the most high is gonna make uh the children of israel spotless and blameless by humiliating them i already told you a lot of people are gonna be killed or the children of israel they're going to jail they're gonna be ridiculed they're gonna be sacrificed all that it's happening now what is this? The consummation of time, honey. We moving and, and doing what we um, need to do. That's with the um, the um, assembly who came to um, Hermas as a woman, as a bride said, that's what she said. Until the, um, until the building, the tower is made and then the end comes. So the most I got to do stuff to his children. He got to let all this stuff keep moving forward into the consummation of time, which is the end of the time. I already told you what consummation means in regards to a wedding. Yeshua was the prelude to the kiss and the consummation of coming, becoming one is the end. Now, if you don't, um, if you can't remember, go back to the first lesson, um, part one. And the account that the long suffering of the most high is salvation, who is Yeshua in the flesh, even as our beloved brother Shaul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, wrote to you. Now, why was Shaul given um, wisdom? Because the Gentiles and heathens that he went to go preach to, those are the ones that were smarter than the children of Israel. So Shaul had to be as smart as a whip, and he was. That's why a lot of his sayings went over people's heads. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Okay, that's why. Even he stumped um, Kepha with some things. Yahshua put his, uh, his blessing right on him so he could uh, put, you know, make sure um, he was going to those Gentiles that swore up and down they were so carnally smart yeah so verse 16 as also in all his epistles speaking in the speaking in them of these things in which some other things are hard to understand i already told you why they was hard to understand 
You had to be on his P's and Q's with these heathens, always trying to rationalize something, thinking that they carnal knowledge is the end all and be all in their sciences. Child, please. Okay, some things are hard to be understood, which they are unlearned and unstable. Rest as they also do other scriptures unto their own destruction. So that's what they do. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware, lest you also being led away with the error of the wicked. Fall from your own steadfastness. My nose is itching. But grow in grace and in acknowledge, excuse me, and in the knowledge of our Yah and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach, to him be the glory both now and forever. Let it be so. Hold on. Now, I already did this um, chapter, but I'm going to read some of the chapter. And this is Matthew 24. I'm going to be reading some of Matthew 24. I'm going to be reading some of Luke 21. And I'm going to be reading some of Mark 13, simply because I'm going to read to you what's going to happen before the consummation of time. Okay, understand that because everybody wants to know when the end of the world is. And Yahshua in the New Testament tells the apostles, they he tells them the signs to look for. He don't he didn't say when, he just said the signs to look for. Because I already read to you that the scripture said nobody knows when it is. You just look for the signs. Like the children, the children of uh, Israel always look for signs. They don't uh, adhere to the signs. They ignore the signs because if they if they didn't ignore the signs, Yahshua would have never been sacrificed. They ignore the signs, but nevertheless, they do look for them. Okay. This is Matthew 24. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I read this so many times. Matthew 24, Luke 21, uh, Mark 13. I read this so many times that you could read it yourself. But I'm just reading to you what Yahshua said about the end uh, when we get to it. Before the consummation, which is the total end and judgment. I already told you what that means. So I'm going to read. Um, Yahshua is talking to the apostles. And um, someone says to him, um, hold on. Hold on. He was in the temple and... Um, they're all having conversations and stuff. And someone said, when is the end coming, basically? Because he's talking about, um, he's talking about the stone. There shall not be one stone left upon another that should that won't be uh, thrown down. Naturally, he was talking metaphorically. People was in their heads and they was literally taking it um, as what he said and they it went over their heads so um they asking him when the sign of when is the sign because each uh, each apostle came to him privately and they asked him when is the end of the world coming so they basically asking him when is the common consummation of time when is the consummation of time i already told you what consummation mean i'm gonna read it again 
Okay, consummation means, according to the Oxford Dictionary, consummation is a noun. It says the act of making a marriage or relationship complete by having sexual intercourse. That is the um, the carnal. This is the spiritual. The point in which something is complete or finalized. Got it? So at the end of everything is judgment. So that's when people want to know. When's the end of everything? That's what people want to know. The finalization of this world. That's what they want to know. So it's uh, they're saying this is verse three of uh, Matthew 24. And I'm not reading the whole thing. Like I said, um, tell us when these things will be and what shall be the sign of your coming in the end of the world. That's what they're asking. So Yeshua describes what it is. And I'm not going to read it all because I did do a lesson um, about the end of the world. You could the laws in concern um in conjunction with the end of the world which this is also because i had to make it real clear for people to understand you still got to listen to the laws until the end of everything because people are not getting it so understand what's being said so yeshua answered and said to them take heed that no man deceive you because right now a lot of people are deceiving everybody a lot of people swear up and down they know stuff and they don't know jack the most high said he's gonna send the foolish things to come found the quote unquote supposedly wise. And who think they wise in this earth? Really? Who thinks that everything that they say is the end all and be all? About that. And they don't listen to nobody else, they don't trust nobody else. Meanwhile, they just stole everybody else's history, books, uh, uh art, uh, uh dedications to the most high. They didn't stole everything and trying to tell people uh what's which way is up. Go sit down. Sit down, recline, take a nap, and don't get back up. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Hold on. Child, I'm done. Just think about this pisses me off. Now, five. Many shall come in my name. This is Yeshua talking saying I'm the Mashiach and they're going to deceive many. And it's going to happen for all of these people who swear they know what's going on. Oh yeah, they're going to believe that devil and follow him straight to hell because that's how much they know. Anyway, and you shall hear wars and rumors of wars and you'll um, see that you won't be troubled for these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Remember, consummation of time ain't yet. Nation's going to rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. Is that not happening now? Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you that what? Even man-made earthquakes, even man-made um, pestilences, even man-made um, stuff. You think the devil ain't uh, just jumping up and down doing all kinds of stuff? This is the same thing that happened in Noah's days. Uh-huh. When the uh when the angels came down here and was having sex with the women and doing all kinds of stuff and teaching them all this black magic and teaching them how to do the stars and putting on makeup and doing all that child, the same thing that happened back then, ain't nothing new under the sun, is the same thing that's happening now. Child, it's we close. That's all I can say. The same thing that been happening, except these heathens, um, child's the same. I I'm not gonna go there because I'm going to go somewhere else with it, and I don't want to. I'm going to be focused, because I still got a lot to say. Anyway, these all things are the beginning of sorrows. Now, there's different times that we're going to go into. So you just heard that this is going to be the beginning of sorrows. 
for the whole world, the whole world. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and you they shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations. Remember, Yahshua is talking to the children of Israel. Okay? Because who did he tell the apostles to go to? The children, the lost sheep of Israel. He said, go to the Gentiles, go this, go that. He said that only to Paul, who's Shaul. He say that to Matthew, Mark, John, uh, any of them, any of them. Okay, because there's a lot of apostles that don't have, um, that did, well, their writings are not in what's called the Bible. There's a lot of them that's not. So understand that. Anyway. Then they shall be offended and they shall betray one another. This is people. And then they'll hate one another. What you think is happening now? This is why I upload everything about what's going on in these different nations, how they fighting each other and how they fighting their government and all that. All this is relevant. Understand what I say. I don't do it for nothing. And then there's going to be false prophets that's going to rise and deceive many. That's some of that stuff is happening now. <laughs> Think about it. And because iniquity shall abound, meaning there's going to be wickedness everywhere, the love of many is going to wax uh, cold. That means everybody's going to hate one another because there ain't no love in the world. What is the one of the commandments? To love one another as the most high loves you love um the most high with all your heart these these are the commandments so you telling me or people are saying don't listen to the commandments no more child stop when one of the that's one of the commandments what yahshua is saying the uh iniquity is gonna bound and nobody's gonna love one another so is that against the commands think about it anyway but he shall uh, he that shall endure to the end, if you're going to endure to the end, you're going to be saved. Now, just because you endure to the end don't mean that you're going to live to the end. See, the people don't understand that. It didn't say live to the end and I'm going to come get you. We're going to be raptured. It didn't say nothing like that. Endure to the end. That's your job. Be in the most high's will until you die. That's what it means. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness to the nations. Uh-huh. Then shall the end come. It's going to be a witness to the nations. That means that when everybody be dead and and, and uh, judgment comes because it's a consummation of the time, they're going to say, and this is going to be happening in front of everybody. Did you know there was a most high? Oh, no, I didn't know. Really? Because it says in the gospel that the gospel of the kingdom is going to be preaching to all the world for a witness to all the nations. So the world witnessed you listening and hearing this. So you telling me you didn't hear nothing about the most high. This is what I mean. People can make excuses until hell freezes over. The most high already locked it all down. People need to understand this. <laughs> you need to understand this. I'm telling you, you better be on your job because it's going to come a time when you're going to be embarrassed and then you're going straight to blazes. Yes, you are. And you may just be done away with because all those people who are not going to the next life, they're just going to be dead. They're not going to be heard of again. It's not like, oh, everlasting flames and all that. They never said you was getting everlasting flames. It said the devil was. Okay? Child, please. Okay. 15. When you therefore shall be uh, shall see the uh, abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Now, 
for those people that's over there in Israel, that's for them. Okay. Because that's when the um, false prophet or the beast is going to be um, doing stuff over there, with whatever they resurrect up the, over there. Okay. I already spoke about this, so we ain't going to go into it. I did a lesson on this already. So I'm just reading certain things. I'm on 22. Except those days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now, what does that mean? It means the most high is speeding up the days. Now, if you don't know that these days and these months and these years is flying like a blink, blink of an eye, I don't know what to tell you. Half the time, half the people get up, they don't even know what day it is. That's how fast time is moving. Not only that, you go on the news, you go on science, science, science channels, they're all talking about it. This is why I upload stuff, because you need to see what's going on. This stuff is scriptural. Everything I go and upload is scriptural. I don't believe that I need to hold your hand for you to get it. If you're not getting it now, I don't know what to say to you. I really don't. You need to start walking with the most high. That's the only thing I could say because I already told you and it says in these scriptures that heaven and earth is going to be, uh, um, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but the um, the gospel is going to be preached everywhere. And what's in the gospel? That the days is going to be short. And I just said it. So if you ain't paying attention, I don't know what to say to you. Okay? It's going to be false prophets. It's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. And Yahshua said, don't believe it. Because when I step my foot down here, everybody going to see it. That's what he said. Okay? So immediately um, after that, uh, the tribulation is going to come. So we already had the time of sorrows. People going to be acting like a false machine. Uh, the children of Israel still got to be martyred. Jail, death animal killing all kinds of stuff sacrifice children of israel gonna be doing that and saints i'll just say saints because there's some people that's not of the children of israel the most high pick too um tribulation in those days the sun's gonna be darkened the moon's not gonna give her light the stars gonna fall from the heavens and the powers of the heavens gonna be shaken the most high said he's gonna shake the foundation and whatever don't stick is being done away with we already told you that and then the son of man shall um, appear and then shall appear the son of man in the heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth mourn because they know they're going to be done away with. And you shall see the son of man coming in the clouds in the heaven with power and glory. You're going to, everybody going to see it. Everybody. It ain't going to be, oh no, he was just over there. Nobody saw it. No, everybody. So um, my, uh my saying to you is don't believe the hype because people think that oh no it's my religion says this is gonna happen and my god's gonna come and my jesus whoever these people are oh they're gonna come and they're gonna do this and only we gonna see it uh-uh yeshua said i'm coming everybody gonna see me everybody yeshua um yasharel gonna see him the heathens gonna see him the Gentiles going to see him. The sun, moon, and stars going to see him. The animals going to see him. The sea, the trees, everybody going to see him. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. 
and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall together gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other got it did it say he's coming to the ground and do all this no learn the parable of the fig tree then it says verily i say unto you this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled now who is yeshua talking to the generation of the children of israel the whole generation is the bride. Now, there's some generations that have not been born yet. This is why the end is not yet. And I'm going to prove that to you. We're going to keep moving. All right. Now, let me see if there's anything else I have to read. In. Now, I'm going to read Luke 21. And I'm not reading the whole thing. I already told you I did a lesson. I already read it from the top to the bottom. I don't need to. There's some things that I'm going to read straight out that I never read before. I'm going to read it just to prove to you what the consummation of time is in its whole entirety. What it means to the whole earth, what it means to the children of Israel and the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands, period. Now we're on Luke 21. Somebody's still asking the Most High when the end is. And he says, for these things which ye behold, the days will come in which there shall be left no uh, one stone upon another. And it all shall be thrown down. And then they all ask the man, uh, master, when are these things going to be? What's the sign of the end? And when is it going to come? That's what he said. When is it going to come to pass? When is the sign of the end coming? And when is it going to come to pass? So they asking him, what's going to happen when um, tribulation comes? And when is it going to end? Now, Yeshua is going to explain what's going to happen, but he's not going to tell them when. And I already told you in the scriptures, it says nobody knows but the most high. Not the angels, not even Yahshua now. Thank you. Now, take heed that nobody deceive you. Remember, I'm on Luke 21, which pretty much says what Luke 20, um, Matthew 24 says. It doesn't say it in its entirety, but remember, each apostle went out to a different group of people. So it's not the same stuff, but just listen. Take heed that people don't deceive you. Many gonna come into um many gonna come in my name saying that they the Messiah. Um, and the time to uh, draw near, but don't go after them. Okay, that's not what it said in uh, Matthew, though. But you should hear of wars and commotions. Don't be terrified. This is King James versions. I'm reading all King James. But these things must come to pass. But the end is not by and by. Then he said unto them, nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and the great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilence and fearful sights and great signs shall be from the heavens. But before all this, they shall lay their hands on you, children of Israel, and they're going to persecute you and they're going to deliver you up to assemblies and they're going to put you in prison and they're going to kill you because you are the children of Israel. And it's gonna come to pass. Uh, oh, he's saying uh, it shall, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. You already know. Yeah, uh, the Most High already ordained this from the beginning, so that's what he's talking about. Um, and he's telling you, uh, don't practice what you're gonna say, because the Ruach is gonna come and tell them the truth, and people ain't gonna like that. Just like it happened to um, Stephen, he told them the truth, and what they do, they killed him anyway. And see, um. And you shall be betrayed by your parents and your brethren. What's happening to the children of Israel, child? This is how you know it's the children of Israel. 
you're going to be betrayed by your parents, your brethren, your kin folks, your friends, and some of you, they're going to cause to be put to death. What's happening with the children of Israel, honey? I, I told you, you're going to know who the children of Israel, honey, is. You're going to know who they are. And you shall be hated of all men for my sake, my name's sake. But there shall not be a head of your hair that's going to perish. Now, even though you die, remember, the Most High can resurrect you. So he's telling you, you're not going to perish. You're not going to perish in the long run. Not this flesh. You may be killed because he just said that. You may be killed, but guess what? The Most High can resurrect you. Don't be afraid of the one who could kill the body. Be afraid of the one who could kill the body and the soul in hellfire. That's what the Most High is talking about. I already told you he ain't on this earth no more. He didn't move past. He already gave you everything you need to know. Is your pool done? I smell it. Okay. But in your patience, possess ye your souls. Be patient and be long-suffering. That's the law. Okay. And that's one of the fruits of the spirit too. The most high is long-suffering and patient. So you need to be too. And then um, you shall see Jer Jerusalem um, compassed with armies. And then you know that the uh, desolation is close. And he's telling you to flee. For these be the days of vengeance that all things which are written be fulfilled. So the days of vengeance, you already know. So we already know time of sorrows. Tribulation. Them lying and saying they Yeshua, so it's false doctrine and lies. And then is the days of vengeance. Mm-hmm. And the most high saying wolf to those who have kids and all that stuff, run if you in um Israel or Jerusalem. Okay, so and um they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and they shall be led away captive, children of Israel, into all the nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden. Listen, listen, and more listen. If you have four ears, I need you to listen to this. This is what Yahshua is telling the children of Israel. Remember, when Yahshua came, he was talking to the children of Israel. He instructed the apostles to go to the children of Israel only. Okay, I already told you. The uh, the prophecy said he's going to be a light to the Gentiles. What's a light to somebody? Being an uh, influence and example to. Because the children of Israel didn't do it. No, they didn't listen from the beginning. Now, this is what Yahshua himself is saying to the children of Israel. You're going to fall by the edge of the sword and you're going to be led away captive by all the nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the heathens until the time of the heathens, heathens are fulfilled. Okay. That's Luke 21, 24. Okay. You're going to fall by the edge of the sword. You're going to be led away captive by all nations and Jerusalem's going to be trodden down by the heathens until the time of the heathens is fulfilled. Uh-huh. Is that not a part of the consummation of time? Yes. So we got time of sorrows, tribulation, days of vengeance, and you're going to be led away by the Gentiles slash heathens that's trodden down Jerusalem. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understand this. Know this. This is scriptures. And I'm going to say it again. Luke 21, verse 24, 25. And there shall 
be signs in the sun and the signs in the moon, signs in the stars upon the earth, the stress of nations and perplexity. The sea and the waves will be roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Uh-huh. And they shall see the son of man coming in a cloud with the power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your hands for the redemption draws near. Uh -huh. Then he spoke a parable of the fig tree. And then he says, so likewise ye, when ye see things, these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of the most high is close at hand. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away until everything is fulfilled. So what got to be fulfilled? Time of sorrow, tribulation, days of vengeance, when they trodden down um, Israel. How long have people been over there? This is what I'm talking about. It's going to be signs in the moon and the suns. In the stars, people gonna be wondering what's going on. People's hearts gonna be feeling them. What happened when they had that uh, pandemic? Sure. Listen, we're going through it already. Heaven and earth uh, will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. This is what Yahshua was saying. Now I'm on Mark 13. I am not reading all these straight out. I'm just giving you the information of what's going. If you want me, you want to hear me read it straight out, go to the previous lessons. I read it all out when I did the law, statutes, precepts, and commands. Okay, because it all has something to do with each other. Everything is relevant. I keep telling you that. Now I'm on Mark 13. They still asking, Yahshua, when is it going to happen? All right. And it sat on um, Mount Olivet against the temple and Peter, John, James, and Andrew asked him privately, which they did in Matthew and Luke. Okay, tell us when these things are gonna happen and tell us when the end of the world is, basically. And the Most High, who is Yeshua in the uh, flesh said, take heed that nobody deceive you, speaking about the children of Israel. Many gonna come in um, the Most High, who is Yeshua's name and saying he's the Mashiach. Um, then you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. Don't be troubled for these things have to be, but the end hasn't come yet. Okay. There is a timetable of things that must occur before the end of the world and the beginning of the new world comes. I didn't already told you, we didn't already count down what needed to happen. Okay. And all throughout all of that, uh, the, uh, the humiliation of the children of Israel until the most high turns it around. And there will be a time that the most high turns it around. Cause he said, you're going to be blameless when I get the rest of these nations. Child, please. Okay. Stop playing. These nations, these people in these nations think they're going to get off scot-free baby. Uh, uh, the most high don't forget nothing. And that's a law. What you reap, what you sow, you're going to reap. Okay. The low, uh, the saw, uh, the law of sowing and reaping. The most high will not be mocked. What you sow, you're going to reap. That's number one. The uh, eye for an eye. If you kill, you're going to be killed. You kill with the sword, you're going to be killed. Same thing. The laws did not go away. The laws did not go away. For nations shall rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be earthquakes in diverse places and all the famines and troubles. These are the beginning of sorrows. I already told you. This is why, you know, the Most High said this, all those apostles that was taking notes, they went where they was instructed to go and they told the group of people they needed to tell, period. But take heed to yourself for they will deliver you up to councils and in um, assemblies, you're going to be beaten. You're going to be brought before rulers for my sake as a testimony against them, just like Yeshua came down here and, and testified against this world. Oh, they got mad. Mm-hmm. 
You think the devil's children ain't going to get mad at you for, for testifying against the children of Israel? Child, please. Because you his children and the gospel must first be published in all nations. You see how it's said different ways? But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, don't think about what you're going to say because the Ruach is going to say it. Praise Yah. He's going to testify against all heathens, no matter what. Now, brother's going to betray brother to death and the father and the son and the children's going to rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death. That's been happening a long time, especially in the children of Israel. And you shall be hated among all the nations of men for my name's sake. Do I have to tell you who the children of Israel are? <laughs> Hated among all nations? Please. Okay, and then the abomination of desolation is going to come. And it, it talks about, um, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not to be. Okay, so they're going to do something. They're going to uh, reconstruct something. It's going to be something wicked. And then it's just going to set off another series of events. Now, that's in uh, Daniel chapter 8 through 12. I am not going to read that. I did all that already. If I read everything I'm presenting to you, I will be here for the next two weeks. I'm not doing that. There's some things that I'm going to read straight off because you never heard it before. Okay. So in those days after the tribulation, we already told you the points that's going to happen after the tribulation. Remember, I just read three different books and they all basically saying the same thing with a little bit of uh, changing of the words after the uh, after in those days after the tribulation the sun gonna be dark and the moon's not gonna give a light we didn't get there yet and the stars in heaven's gonna fall and i'm just gonna say this the stars are angels just saying good and wicked the stars are angels it says this in the scriptures that's why they're gonna be done away with too anyway um and the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken what powers in heaven you ain't fighting flesh and blood. The powers and principalities, that's who you fighting. And they're going to be passed away, just like the Most High said. Anyway, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but not my words. But of the day and hour knoweth no man, not even the angels, which is in heaven. I already told you. Yahshua told him exactly what's going to happen. He just didn't tell him when. Nobody knows but the Father. Okay? That's, um, who was that? Luke? Hold on. That was Mark 13 and 32. Okay, so you already know. Take heed and watch and pray. Yeah, pray and be in the will of the Most High. Get your salvation in order. Get it in order. Because if Yahshua stepped his foot down here right now, do you really believe you're going? I'm dead serious. Some people think this is a joke in a game. Honey, this ain't no joke or no game. And all those people who know me know I would never waste my time because my time is precious. I wouldn't waste my time getting on no platform doing nothing when I could be doing something else. Anyway, like I said, but the day and the hour knoweth no man, not even the angels that are in heaven, not even the son of man, but only the father. So take heed and watch and pray for you know not when the time is. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Okay, because you don't want to be caught sleeping. Stay full, my friend. Now I'm on Matthew 13. Did I say Matthew? No, 13, 1. Um, I'm saying 10 through 15, Matthew 13. Did I say anything else? And then I'm going to say 21 
through 36. Is that 36? Oh, through 30. Nah, I'm just going to read certain uh, things because I got a lot of stuff circled. So it's Matthew 13, and there's certain things I'm going to read. 10. And the disciples came, I already told you, and they said to him, why do you speak in parables? Understand what's getting ready to be said. And this is how I'm telling you that Yeshua only spoke to the children of Israel. Listen to what's going to be said, because people think that this book is for them, and it's not. It's only for the children of Israel. That's the most high's lot. Now, I didn't already said this while we having a consummation of time. This is what this is about. So the apostles asked him, who are the disciples, and they said, why are you speaking in parables to Yeshua? Yeshua said, because it's given unto the children to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to everybody else is not given. Okay? It ain't given to nobody else but the children who are the chosen bride of the Most High. For all those people, the Catholics, the Pentecostals, whatever you want to call yourself in um, religion, it's only given to the children of Israel. If you're not a blood relative, a blood progeny of the children of Israel, it's not for you, honey bun. It just said it. Matthew 13 and 11. Please read it for yourself. Yeshua said he's speaking parables, which are today's metaphors, only for his children, nobody else. Okay? You don't like that proof? Go to the book of Enoch, chapter 103. I invite you only to the children of Israel. You're going to rejoice because the heathens stole your books. They changed words. They bamboozling you. And when the most high wakes you up, you're going to know it's you. You're going to read it and you're going to rejoice. Child, you're not going to play with me. Bridge that one. Okay. Verse 11, go with Enoch 103. Bridge. Anyway, 12. For whosoever hath to him shall be given and he shall have more of abundance, but Whosoever have not to him, everything's going to be taken away. Therefore, I speak to them in parables because they seeing those people who think they know, they don't know nothing. And hearing, they don't know nothing. Neither do they understand. I did not say what I said because there's a lot of Pharisee. There was a lot of Pharisees that was the children of Israel. And then there was some that wasn't the children of Israel. Those were the um, proselytes, meaning converts. Child, stop playing with me. Better go to the uh, book of Philip and the book of um, what's the other one? Thomas. Mm, and I will be uploading both of them. You gonna know who a convert is. And a wife. Then in them um, is fulfilled the prophecy of Elias, which saith, by hearing you shall hear and not understand. And by seeing, you're going to see and not perceive. And why is this? Insubordination, not listening to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High. Those are the ones that's not listening. That's why the Most High said, I will be getting rid of the rebels. That how you want to be rebels? Just like uh, Moses said, oh yeah, there's a bunch of rebels. That's why he dropped them. Uh, the, uh, the first set of uh, laws. Oh no. Made them eat it. Yes, he did. He made them eat them tablets. You're not going to play with the most high. Anyway, for this people's hearts are wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing because they're too busy following after the heathens. Uh-huh. Sucking their exhaust. They're too busy. 
and their eyes have been closed, lest any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted and I shall heal them. He's talking to the children of Israel who didn't listen to nothing since the beginning. That's what he's saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was doing those parables because it was a lot of people eavesdropping all in his business and trying to get him hemmed up and it didn't work. Okay. All right. Oh, and um, he says this, for verily I say unto you that many prophets and religious men, it's not religious, oh, sorry, righteous. Uh, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see, talking to the apostles who are the children of Israel, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, meaning there's a lot of people want to know this, uh, this wisdom, this understanding, but they ain't going to be happy when they hear. So they're going to try to kill you. Like they killed the prophets child. And then they're going to be done with just like, um, Yahshua, um, excuse me. Yah is going to deal with those people who killed the prophets. Oh, he will. Okay. Now I'm on Luke, excuse me, 21. And let me see what this says. They they asking him again. And they asked him, I'm on seven. Master, when will these things be? When is the end of the world? When's the consummation of time? Yahshua said, Take heed that nobody deceive you. I already said many people gonna come in his name. Um, there's gonna be wars and rumors of wars. Don't be terrified. They have to happen and they have to come to pass. Okay, yeah, I didn't already read three already. Uh the end is not yet. Then nation's going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. It's going to be earthquakes everywhere, man-made and natural. Because mm -hmm. they got machines to make earthquakes. They got machines to make rain. Why do you think the Most High is coming down here to tear people up? Oh, the devil been doing all kinds of stuff. That's why there's a consummation of time. Huh. You better start listening to what's going on with these um, nations. Is What kind of contraptions they put in AI and uh, CERN and... They making um, stuff, even the military, making stuff to cause earthquakes in different lands. They opening up portals. They doing stuff in the middle of the earth. I can't keep, I, I can't. I can't. They doing stuff we have no idea. This is why I keep uploading stuff. You never, ooh. Mm. I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff happening. People have no idea. Anyway, but before these things, they shall lay hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the assemblies and the prisons. They're going to be doing all kinds of stuff to you. Okay. Oh, I already read that. Sorry, I keep doing the same thing over and over. Let me go to something new now. Okay. Um. What else? All right. So there's some parables I want you to do. Um, listen, this is what the Most High says about the wheat and the chaff. Okay? Because you already know the chaff is the Gentile slash heathens. The A Gentile is a wild card. I already said this a million times. A Gentile is a wild card because we don't know which way he's going to go. He could turn into a heathen at any time. The children of Israel are the children of Israel. The Most High got something special for them. Either they're going to act right or they're going to show they behind. The Most High got something for them. Any way they want to act. 
But as far as the Gentiles slash heathens, and I say Gentiles slash heathens, because we don't know who's going to be who, okay? And this is the, the parable I'm saying. Um, with the Gentiles, Yeshua was supposed to be the light to the Gentiles, which is an example to the Gentiles. That's what the light is. But a Gentile can turn into a heathen by his thoughts and his actions, okay? And I'm going to explain to you how. Okay, but the children of Israel are gonna stay the children of Israel, and the most high gonna spank the hell out of them and do what he said. I didn't already explain it in part one. Okay, now another parable put forth uh by Yeshua to the apostles saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the field, but while he slept, an enemy listen came and sowed tares among the wheat. So who's the wheat? The children of Israel's the wheat, the chosen people. Who sold the tears? Oh, you're going to get it. Anyway, but when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, meaning when it started to get older, then appeared the tears also. So when a tear, when the, um, when we is small, even with other weeds and all this, stuff looks just like it until it gets old. Even when you plant in a garden, when you plant a garden, you're, uh, you're, um, your garden, whatever you planted is sprouting up. It's always going to be a weed in the soil simply because the soil is prepared to be um, healthy enough to grow anything. So it'll just grow on its own or somebody plants it like in this, um, this uh, metaphor. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, sir, did you, uh, didn't you sow good field, a uh, good seed in the field? from uh where did the tears come from i'm trying to say it in regular english because it's in king james and uh, um the person whose field it was he said an enemy did this think about who the enemy is then the servants said to him should we go and gather them up and then the person who owns the field said no don't gather them up because you might grab um the wheat with the tears okay just wait let both of them grow together until the harvest which is the end of the world this is the metaphor and at the time of the harvest which is the consummation of time i will tell the reapers go gather first the tares and bind them up in bundles and burn them uh-huh put them together and burn them and then gather my wheat who are my children go gather them okay so why is this being said because there's two flocks only the most high knows who's going to the next life which is a part of the consummation of time these are the things that have to happen before the end of everything just saying so what i'm talking about I'm talking about the heavens being done away with. I'm talking about the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars, the heathens, and the children is being reprimanded. Everything has to do with the consummation of time. It's not just the laws because the reason why the children's getting spanked is because they didn't listen to the laws. The reason why the children is getting spanked is because um, not adhering, not listening, refusing to listen. Hating one another, doing stuff to one another. Uh-huh. And the most I say, he gonna weed out the rebels. 
You better listen to my laws because my laws are not going away. Okay, this is what it's about. More than just don't listen to the laws no more. Cha. Everything got something to do with everything else. Everything is relevant. This whole scripture, this whole Bible, this whole way we live in is relevant. And it got something to do with these uh, scriptures. I said what I said. Now, this is the parable who Yahshua going to break down. Then all, all these things Yahshua spoke about the uh, parables. And now he's going to say it. He says, um, all these things spake Yahshua unto the multitude in the parables and without um, a parable spake not unto them. <laughs> Meaning, uh, Yahshua spoke to them strictly in parables. You already know why, because he didn't want everybody else to know. I already read that in the other uh, book. And now um, that it may be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables and I will utter things which have been kept secret before the foundation of the world. Why? Because heathens is listening. They everywhere now. The children of Israel, not in a, um, not in a land. They scattered all over and there's devils everywhere. That's why Yahshua came down here and started uh, speaking in metaphors, similes and parables. Now, we speak metaphors and similes now, just like our brethren, Yahshua. You know who the children of Israel are. Anyway, he sent the multitude away and he went into the house and his disciples came into him saying, declare unto this the parable of the tares in the field. And he hit them with it like this. He answered and said unto them, he that sold the good seed is the son of man, Yahshua. The field is the world. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom. Two flocks. But the tares are the children of the wicked one, the devil. And the devil does have children. And I'm going to get to that. The enemy that sold them tares is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. Told you. And the reapers are the angels. You think they ain't going to be tearing this place up? Huh. As therefore the tears are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of the world. What? The consummation of time? The son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom all the things that offend and them which do iniquity. Ain't nobody, nobody gonna be spared. Even the children of Israel, you're gonna show your behind, you're going with them. And shall cast them into the furnace of the fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then all the righteous shine forth as the son in the kingdom of the father who has ears to hear, let him hear. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure here. Okay, I ain't gonna read that. I'm gonna keep moving on. Okay, he's speaking in parables. I'm talking uh, stuff that got to do with the consummation of time. Now, I'm on a whole different book now. Now I'm in the book of Adam and Eve. I already told you there are six books. I'm going to read chapter one, two, and three, and then I'm going to go to Genesis. Let me go to, let me go to, I'm going to read uh, what I just said. Okay. And then I'm going to go to Genesis. And then after that, we're going to go somewhere else. Okay. Now this is the book of Adam and Eve and it's chapter one, the crystal sea. I'm going to upload this, all these books I'm going to upload. The crystal sea. Yah commands Adam and expel from Eden 
um, to live in the cave of treasures. So on the third day, Yah planted the garden in the east of uh, the earth and the border of the world eastward beyond which towards the sun rising, one finds nothing but water that encompasses the whole world and reaches the borders of heaven. And to the north of the garden, there is a sea of water, clear and pure to the taste, unlike anything else, so that though the clearness thereof, one may look into the depths of the earth. That means that's how clear the water was. And when a man washes himself in it, he becomes clean of the cleanness thereof and white of its whiteness, even if he were dark. Now, what does that mean? White and darkness is not colors. They're just talking about wickedness and righteousness. That's what they're talking about. Not the social construct of white and black. That's what people need to understand with the nonsense that the heathens made up. Anyway, verse four, and the most high created that sea of his own good pleasure for he knew what would come of the man he would make so that after he had left the garden on the account of his transgression, he didn't transgress yet, but most I already knew this. I already told you before the foundation of the world, men should be born on the earth among them are righteous ones who will die. Whose souls the most high would raise in the last day. Who? Children of Israel, the most I already chose you before the foundation of the world. Stop playing. Okay. Then all of them will return to their flesh and bathe in the water of the sea and repent for their sins. What happened? The end's going to be where the beginning is? Stop playing. Okay. This is going to go over certain people's heads. I'm telling you. Verse five, but when the most high made Adam to go in the, out of the garden, he did not place him on the border of it northward. This was so that the that he and Eve would not be able to go near the sea of water where they could wash themselves in it. I already told you what the water was. Be cleansed from their sins, erase the transgression they had committed and no longer be reminded of the thought of their punishment. So as... Uh, to the southern side of the garden the most high did not want adam to live there either because when the wind blew from the north it would bring him on that southern side the delicious smell of the trees of the garden wherefore the most high did not put adam there this was also that he would not be able to smell the sweet smell of those trees forget his transgression and find cons consolation excuse me for what he had done by taking delight in the smell of the trees and yet not be cleansed from his transgression. Again, also because the most high is merciful and of great pity and governs all things in the way that he alone knows, he made our father Adam live in the Western border of the garden because on that side of the earth was very broad and the most high commanded him to live in a cave in a rock. The cave of treasures below the garden. Oh, this was after they sinned. Okay, chapter two. Adam and Eve faint and they get and they leave the garden. Yah sends his word to encourage him. I need you to listen to what I'm gonna say. But when our father Adam and Eve went out of the garden, they walked around on their feet, not knowing they were walking. Now, I'm gonna say this. When the Most High made Adam, Adam was of a different stature. You're going to find this out in the book of Ezra. Adam wasn't like what we are now. 
Adam was not 100% human. He wasn't. He could see angels. He could talk to angels. Everybody, all the angels were scared of him because he was made in the similitude of the Most High. That means he was made in the image of the Most High. Are the angels not afraid of the Most High? Yes. So Adam was made just like him until he transgressed. And then he started being just like the wickedness. I already said what I said. Now I'm going to keep reading so you understand what's being said. And when they came to the opening of the gate of the garden, they saw the broad earth spread before them. This is why Adam didn't know he was walking because he didn't have to. Anyway, covered with stones, large and small, and with sand, they feared and trembled and fell on their faces from fear. And they came over to them and they were as dead. They fainted. Because um, whereas until the time they had been in the garden, beautifully planted with all manner of trees, they now saw themselves in a strange land. This is after they got kicked out, which they knew not and had never seen. And because when they were in the garden, they were filled with grace and a bright nature. That means they was like the angels. They had not hearts turned toward heavenly, heavenly things. I mean, sorry, earthly things. So that when they was in the uh, when they was in the garden, they didn't have to worry about nothing. The Most High said you could do whatever you want. Okay, you the priest, you the uh, king, and you the um, priest, king. Did I say prophet? I want to say priest, king, and prophet of this world. I bequeath everything to you. But well, what did Adam do? I already told you what Adam did. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Anyway. So now that he fell, I already told you a seed of wickedness was planted in him. So this is why they have to toil and do all this stuff. But anyway, okay. Um, because whereas until this time they had been in the garden, land beautifully planted. I already read that. Okay. Because they were in the garden, they were filled with grace of a bright nature and they had not hearts towards earthly things. Therefore, the most high had pity on them because they ain't know no better. That was the devil. This is why the consummation of time is coming. And when he saw them falling before the gate of the garden, he sent his word. Who did he send? The chill. He sent the Yeshua. Okay. Cause it's a capital W. He sent his word to Adam and Eve. Okay. And raised them from their fallen state. Okay. Now I'm on chapter three. Concerning the promise of the great five and a half days. Why is this important? Simply because this all has a part to play in the consummation of time. Now, the most high said to Adam. Now, remember, the most high said to Adam, who's the most high? The word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with the most high. And the word was the most high. What did he say in chapter five? I mean, in verse five. And the most high sent his word to Adam so now we on chapter 3 the most high said to Adam so who's the word the most high alright anyway I have ordained on this earth days and years and you and your descendants shall live and work in them until the days and years are fulfilled what is that that's the consummation of time that's what the most high just told Adam honey nobody gonna hold your hand and, and woo 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 and, and break down everything you have to use spiritual discernment in what is said let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Okay? He just told Adam, you're going to have to live on this earth and you messed up. 
your people gonna have to live here, your progeny, until the end of the world. Aha, uh -huh, that's what he just told Adam. I shall send the word, capital W-O-R-D, that created you, whoop, Yahshua. So when we are born again, who we Yahshua. What did Yahshua say? I'm in you, you and me, and we're going to be in the Father. Stop playing. I am quoting scriptures. Back to what I'm saying. So I'm going to send the word that created you, who is Yahshua, and against which you have transgressed. So what did Adam do? He transgressed against Yahshua, who made him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? The word that made you come out of the garden and that raised you when you were fallen. Yeshua did that. Grace and mercy since the beginning. Verse two, yes, the word, capital W-O-R-D, that will again save you when the five and a half days are fulfilled. Now, why is this so important? Simply because in the book of the law, okay, in those, um, in the uh, Pentateuch, which is the first five books of Moses, and in the um, prophets, it says that Yahshua is going to come at a certain time. Uh -huh. I already told you how all of this time works. Every day, something's going to drop. The Most High already knew all this stuff was going to happen before the foundation of the world. He put everybody together before the foundation of the world. He already chose who he wanted before the foundation of the world. He already had his children before the foundation of the world. He already know that the rest of the world is going to be sinning and wicked before the foundation of the world. He knew his children was going to rebel before the foundation of the world. He knew Adam. He knew everybody was going to do whatever. He already told them the end from the beginning. He told them already. You just heard some of it. And he still let everybody come forth. You're not going to play with the most high. You're not going to play with the most high. I know this is going over people's heads. I know. I know. I know. But you need to start turning from your wicked ways and ask for some. <laughs> just. Ask for the most high to help you. <laughs> okay. Forgiveness. Help you. Help you. Help you understand. Help you to walk in his will, in his word. Help you. Turn from your wicked ways. That's what he needs. You need to do it. Like I said, yes, the word will, excuse me. That, yes, the word that will again save you when the five and a half days are fulfilled. Now, I'm going to keep reading, then I'll explain. But when Adam heard these words from the Most High of the great five and a half days, he did not understand the meaning of them. Oh, gosh. For Adam was thinking that there would only be five and a half days until the end of the world. Literally five and a half days. I already told you spiritual time is not physical time i already told you a day like a thousand years a thousand years a day i already told you this i told you this okay i never read this before but this is what i'm talking about when i say certain things i'm not talking out the side of my neck baby i'm speaking strictly through the scriptures so the most high saying five and a half days my word is gonna come and get you why is this important? Because when Yahshua came down here when he was supposed to because it's written in the books of the children of Israel he went down there, got the saints, and sent them where they need to send. That's a part of why Yahshua got crucified. You're not going to play with me. That's what you're not going to do. 
the most high is the brain of everything. He he got it all on lock. He didn't did it all before the foundation of the world. People have no idea how powerful things are going on behind the scenes that they don't even know nothing. You too carnal to get this wisdom. You need to start praying and asking for some. Oh, half the people don't even got common sense. How are they going to have discernment? Yahshua said to Nicodemus, who's supposed to be a Pharisee, how can I tell you heavenly things and you ain't even getting earthly things? You, oh, you're not going to play with the most high. That's what you're not going to do. So now Adam gave his power away. Now he's dumb as a rock. He don't know nothing. I'm going to read it again. For Adam was thinking that there will only be five days, one, two, three, four, five, until the end of the world. Are you serious? Then Adam cried and prayed to the Most High to explain it to him. Now the Most High going to break it down. Then the Most High in his mercy for Adam, who was made after his own image and likeness before the fall, explained to him that these were 500, excuse me, 5,500 years. Now, if you go to the book, wait a minute, I'm ready, right now. If you, when Yeshua was crucified, remember the Pharisees and all, and the Sadducees didn't believe that he was the son of the most high. They had to go to their books and look at it. And they found out that he came when he was supposed to come. This is what it is. Okay. At that time, they looked and they said, oh, well, we don't believe it. After he was, um, Yeshua already um, was sacrificed and ascended. Now they want to go check the books. They checked the books and they found out that that's when he was supposed to come. The same amount of time uh, the Most High is telling Adam. Did he not tell Adam the end from the beginning? Stop playing with me. I'm going to say it again. Then the Most High, for his mercy of Adam, uh, made after his own image before the fall and likeness, explained to Adam that these were 5,500 years and how one would then come down, then the one who was Yahshua, the word, will come down and save him and his descendants. What did Yahshua do when he was, um, when he was um, sacrificed? I already told you, he didn't just come down here to go, oh, I'm just taking y'all. I just love everybody. You ain't never, ever going to hear this in this, um, in your churches. He ain't come down here for that. He came down here to judge. That's what he did. And he came down and went inside the earth, under the earth, which is inside the earth, and went to go get um, all the saints and Adam. You ain't never going to hear this. Never, 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 never. You ain't never going to hear this in no church. He went down there to go get Adam and all of the saints and took them out of there, took the keys of hell and death and ascended. Why do you think in the scriptures it said he took the uh, keys? He held captivity captive. Why do you think it's saying this? You need to start cross-referencing and start searching for books, children of Israel. It's not all in that Bible. Stop playing. This is why people's dumb as rocks. This is why they keep talking about, oh no, you're going to get the favor and all that. You can keep listening to them heathens if you want to. They're going to drive you right to hell. Uh-huh, in the Maserati. That's what they're going to do. Anyway, chapter seven. I'm going to say it again. I got to say it because this is how wonderful it is. Then the most high for his mercy for Adam told Adam, 5,500 years. That's when my word is going to come down and save you and your descendants. This is what the Most High told Adam. 
Praise Yah, hallelujah. Give him glory, okay? Come to save him and his descendants. But before that, the Most High made his covenant with our father Adam. And the covenant was, I'm going to come and get you. When Yahshua stepped foot down here, he had several things he needed to do. It wasn't all of whatever they teaching you. You better start reading for understanding. Praise Yah, hallelujah. Okay? So the Most High made his covenant with Adam in the same terms before he came out of the garden. Then he was by the tree where Eve took the fruit of knowledge and gave it to him to eat. Okay. Because then our father Adam came out of the garden, he passed by that tree and saw how the Most High had changed the appearance of it into another form and it shriveled. As Adam went to where he feared, trembled, and fell down. But the Most High in his mercy lifted him up and made a covenant with him. And the covenant, that part was already fulfilled with Adam. See, our part ain't fulfilled yet. I already told you, um, heaven and earth will pass away, but not the Most High's word, which is his Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. And even the Lord that he said to Adam didn't pass away either until everything goes. You need to understand this. Anyway, and again, when Adam was by the gate of the garden, he saw the cherubim with the sword of flesh and fire in his hand. And the cherubim grew angry and frowned at him, both Adam and Eve, and they became afraid of him and thought he meant to put them to death. So they fell on their faces and trembled with fear. But the cherub had uh, pity on them. And he showed them mercy and turning from them, he went up to heaven and prayed to the most high. There's angels that's supposed to be looking after us. There's angels that's supposed to be fighting for us. There's angels that's supposed to be caring for us and fighting the wickedness. And that's what the scriptures say. But there was also angels. Remember, they all got free will. Angels that came down here start having sex with humans. What the hell? I told you, free will, baby. Those angels that choose to be wicked, they're going to do what they do. And guess what? At the consummation of time, everybody getting it. The sun, the moon, the stars, the heavens is going to be uh, passed away. The um, the earth going to be passed away and wickedness. Child, we not playing. It don't only got to be with, it, don't, it ain't only the children. It's everything. Whatever the most high put together and they turned and transgressed, everything getting it. Ain't nobody safe. No spirit safe. Nothing. That's the consummation of time. And what does it have to do with the children of Israel? You're supposed to listen to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands because the covenant is with you, set aside children. Now, because everybody else worship devils. I didn't already say what I said. It's in the scriptures. I, I ain't got no more for you in regards to that. Now, let me keep reading. The Most High sent, this is the angel talking. The Most High you oh, the angels talking to the most high most high you sent me to watch the gate of the garden with a sword of fire but when your servants adam and eve saw me they fell on their faces and they were as dead oh my l what shall i do to your servants then the most high had pity for them and showed them mercy you see how the most high had mercy even when they sin and is the most wickedest sin then um the most high had mercy on them and send his angel to keep the garden. And then the word, the capital W, which is Yeshua of the Most High, came to Adam and Eve and raised them up. Huh? Before Abraham was, I am. Stop playing. 
Then the most I said to Adam, I told you at the end of the five and a half days, which is 5,500 years, you're not going <laughs> to. Oh, you're not going to play with the most high. Mm -hmm. That's what you're not going to do. <laughs> it's, ah, ooh, it's a lot. Hmm. I told you at the end of the five and a half days, I will send my word, capital W, O-R-D, to save you. What is this? All right, verse 17. Strengthen your heart, therefore, and stay in the cave of treasures of which I have before spoken to you. And then Adam heard this W-O-R-D, capital W, which is Yeshua of the Most High. He was comforted with that which the Most High had told him, for he told him that he would save him. What he said? What he said? The most I said, I'm going to send Yahshua. Yahshua going to come down there and save you. Fast forward to when Yahshua walked this earth. What did he do? It's so much I want to say. It's so, it's so much. But I'm going to say this. Yahshua told them, nobody can't take my children out of my hands. Yeshua told them, ain't nobody doing nothing to me until my time is up. You need to start listening with a spiritual ear what uh, Yeshua said. Yeshua said, ain't nobody taking me nowhere unless it's time. Okay? He let them know when his time was. He went down there. He told um, the Most High, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me go on down there. He, to the people on earth, he looked like he was dead. Went down there, went to go get all of the um, saints, took the keys held captivity captive and brought him up uh, 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 can't no more but there is more that's how I don't know what else to say if you ain't getting this I don't know what to say to you I just don't know from the beginning to the end from the beginning to the end the consummation of time it ain't no joke it's too much stuff that happened from the beginning to the end this is why the consummation of time is so important. Do you have to listen to the Lord's children of Israel? Yes, you do. You are not scot-free, scot-off. You're not, everybody's falling short, okay? You need to start listening. These laws are ethical and moral. Yahshua said, I came to fulfill the laws. Remember, there's laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. He came to fulfill the laws, and he did fulfill a lot of laws, but many of the laws is respecting your brethren and doing stuff and being honest. These are ethical and moral. You're not going to play with me. You're not going to mess with the living water, honey. You're not going to mess with the living water. Yeah, we don't play that. Mm -mm. So now I'm going to move on. Now you know. With the Most High, who sent his word, W, capital W-O-R-D, who is Yahshua. In the beginning was the word. I didn't already say what I said. You better start cross-referencing. He didn't send Yahshua to tell Adam, I'm going to come and get you. At the great five and a half days. A day is like a thousand years, a thousand years a day. You're not going to play with the Most High. Mm -mm. And you certainly ain't going to play with me. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Now I'm moving on. 
so you know, the most high, his word does not fall void. He told Adam, I'm coming to get you. All of this comes into play from the beginning of time to the end of time. Now I'm going to the Bible and I'm going to hit you with something. I'm going to hit you with it before I move on. Because see, we're not playing here. We don't play no games here, honey. That's not what we're going to do. We don't play games here. Okay? We coming straight shooting from the hip. We are not playing. Not here. All right. Now, Genesis 3. Now, I always quote Genesis 3. Why? Because the devil has children. God has said what I said. This is according to the scriptures. I ain't making nothing up now. I'm coming with proof, showing proof. Cat will be doing it, okay? The kitty will be doing it. Round, round. The kitty gonna do it. Okay. Let me see. And just to let you know, my, my husband calls me kitty. <laughs> round, round. All right, hold on. Let me just give you. Uh, let me just... Put this here because I got to go to um, this other scripture. I already told you I got 63 pages. Child. I'm looking through pages, 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 pages. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Glory to the Father, honey. Glory, glory, glory. All right. Um, Moving on now. We on Genesis 3. And why am I reading Genesis 3? Because I'm telling you that in the midst of everything that went on, okay, there's going to be a downfall of Adam and it's going to be a sin that Adam got to deal with. Now we already saw, or we already witnessed the reading of me saying what happened in the, in uh, the book of Adam and Eve, how they fell, how the most high is still merciful um, to him. He told Adam the end from the beginning and that's what it was. And he told Adam that his word, who is Yeshua is coming for him. And, and the Most High fulfilled that uh, part of uh, the consummation. I already told you about the wedding, how it works. Okay? Adam is everybody's father. Adam did the first sin, and it was a bad one. And it was bad. But the Most High is merciful. Okay? Because he don't want nobody to die. But what? The devil's running people down. And this is what we're going to I'm going to prove this right now. All right, so I'm going to read Genesis 3, and I'm going to read it up to do, 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 do 20. I'm going to read from 1 to 8, and then I'm going to read 12 and four, twelve to 20, and that's what you need to know. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing because you don't, I already read it from the Cave of Treasures slash the book of Adam and Eve because they one of the same, just coming from different aspects. Anyway, Genesis 3. And the reason why I'm saying this because you have to understand the devil hates all humans. The devil does not like humans. The devil never wanted you being and made in the image of the most high. He said he ain't worshiping you. He ain't doing nothing. You're nothing but uh, dirt and um, matter, clay and matter. That's what he said. You ain't nothing but dirt and matter breathed in by the uh the breath of the most high and he's fire of fire better than you that's basically what the devil is saying i don't i ain't, i'm not gonna worship them i don't like them and his job and duty is to bring you to nothing 
the worst thing that could happen to you is that you'll be nothing. You know why? Because at the end of the consummation of time, you'll be nothing. You won't be here because that's how much sin you would have done by the flesh that he's allowing you to do. Think of the people on the earth, what they doing, unspeakable things. And I mean unspeakable. From everything that goes against the law, being a pedophile, having sex with your um, sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers, killing. These are laws. This is what I mean about the law. They doing all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't even believe that would blow your head and blow your mind. Because you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people are so wicked. Uh-huh. That's what the most, um, excuse me, that's what the devil got people doing with the flesh. He's he's um seducing them. Yeah, giving them everything they want. <laughs> you better know. Anyway, I'm I'm reading to give you the point that he has children. Okay, so I'm going to read about Adam and Eve too. This is when the, ser the serpent, who is the devil, is um, tempting him now. Okay, now I'm on um, Genesis 3. Now the serpent was more subtle, and this is from the King James Bible, just a regular King James. Now the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the field, and the Most High Yah had made. And he said to the woman, who was Eve, even though her real name wasn't Eve, they just made Eve up. Eve up. But if you go to the um, Sefer, you'll know the real name. It's not Eve. But anyway, but that's my name, though. <laughs> anyway, and he said to the woman, who was Eve, yea, hath the Most High said, ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden? And you already know that was the only law that he said. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit trees of the garden. Hold on. But the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden, the Most High said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it unless you die. Now that was the law. That was the law, a command that um, Adam and Eve don't do. But if you notice, he's talking to Eve and not Adam because Adam wasn't nowhere near Eve. I just read that. You already know. So then the serpent said to Eve, well, you should, uh, you won't surely die. I'm trying to stay away from the King James, the and thou. <laughs> For the most high doeth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes are going to be open and you shall be like gods, knowing good and evil. You hear the nonsense and the finagling of the words that was said to Eve from the devil. Now, I want you to know this. The devil didn't come to her as the devil. Remember, before the devil became the devil, um, the devil was a bright morning star. He had um, precious stones all over his body and he was musical and beautiful. That's what the devil was. But since he didn't listen to the Most High, remember the Most High said, I found iniquity in him and thrashed him down. But in between what he said, you know exactly what's being said if you reference other books. But anyway, so the devil came to him, came to um, Eve in another form. It says through the serpent, the serpent. But if you go to the cave of the treasures, um, not only did he come as a serpent, he came as different things to continue to fool them. But anyway, I'm in the uh, King James. When the devil is coming as a serpent, which is a snake. Now, nobody's scared of the snake, 
But if the devil would have came to Eve in his original form that the most high cast him down, Eve would have been running for the hills because the, um, the devil did not come to her in his form. The wicked serpent dragon. No, he did not. So nobody was scared of the serpent, the regular snake. Nobody was scared. Okay, that's why she wasn't scared. Okay, so the serpent said to the woman, you won't die. Uh, for the most high um, knows that the day that you partake in the fruit of knowledge, you're going to know between good and evil. And then Eve, who's the woman, saw that the tree was good for food. Listen, to, he already manipulated her and now he's tempting her to eat it. Now, she didn't have to. But since he kept doing it, it's like somebody who's addicted to food and all they watch is commercials with food porn all day. What is it going to make them do? I'm just saying the psychological nonsense that is at play. And the woman saw that the tree was good and then pleasant to the eyes and she desired it to make um, that desire to make one wise, the fruit of the tree. Um, and then she wanted to be wise. So she took her to, partook of the fruit and she ate it and then she gave it to Adam. Now in another book, she says something about this, but we're going to keep going. We in the King James. And he ate it knowing there go well, he should have stayed away from it. So his uh, the, both of their eyes was open and they knew that they was naked. Okay. And they sewed fig leaves together and made um, aprons. Okay. And then they heard the voice of the Most High because the Most High was watching all of this. He already knew all of this before the foundation. Well, he knew this stuff was happening. It's kind of like you watching the movie. Nobody else saw the movie before, but you saw the movie before and you already know everything that's going to happen. So you just sit there and just be like, oh gosh. This movie, when is this movie going to be over? Meanwhile, nobody else saw the movie and everybody's all surprised and all that and you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. So anyway, then they heard the voice of the Most High walking in the garden. Most High was in the garden, honey. On that day, I'm paraphrasing now, Adam and Eve hid themselves. Okay. And the Most High called out to them and he said, where are you? Even though the Most High already knew all of these things. Okay, and then they heard a voice in the garden and they came out and they was afraid, which they shouldn't have been. So they already given themselves away. And he said, uh, oh, I'm hiding myself because I was naked. Most I said, who said you naked? Most I already knows all this stuff. He already knows he's playing the game with them because they don't know no better. Who told you that you was naked? Okay, and why you? why did you eat from the tree? Okay, didn't I tell you not to eat from the tree? And the man said, the woman gave it to me. You see the excuse? <laughs> This is what I mean about people and excuses. I did do a lesson about excuses, honey. Lip service, excuses, all that. Everybody will make an excuse. And in their heart, because they deceive themselves, they really believe that the excuse is going to be all right to the other person that knows it's full of crap. So the most high already knows they're full of crap. But here come the excuse with Adam anyway, the audacity of it all. Anyway, so he here he come. Duh, the woman gave it to me and she made me eat it. Whatever, dude. Then the Most High said to the woman, what is this that you've done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I ate, which the serpent did, but she still had a free will not to do it. But she did, just saying. So now I'm reading what I always say. Genesis 3, 14 through 16, listen. And the Most High L, who is the L, said to the serpent, because you've done this, you are cursed, these are the curses, above all the cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go and the dust 
shall you eat all the days of your life. Then he said, I'm going to put enmity, which is hatred between you and the woman. Uh-huh. Who's Eve, the mother of all living. I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed devil and her seed. What did he say? So the devil got seeds. Oh, the devil has children. Didn't I say that already? He got children and followers. You better start listening to the, my, um, my lessons. So the devil's children and the most high's children, the wheat and the chaff grow together until the harvest. When is the harvest? The end of the world. Is everything relevant? Yes, it is. I had to read that to you because you need to understand how this world is going. I'm not saying any of this just for my own edification. I'm trying to teach somebody something. So the most I said, the devil's kids and um, Eve's kids is going to always be fighting. What did the most high, who is Yeshua in the flesh, say to the children of Israel in the New Testament? Everybody's going to hate you. Why? The whole world's going to hate you. They filled with devils. What did the most high say to the people in the, um, the children of Israel who set aside from him in Exodus, Deuteronomy, um, Leviticus, um, Genesis? What did he say about the other nations? They devils. Didn't he say that? Because a seed of wickedness was put in Adam when he gave his power away. So the most I said, I'm not going to let the whole human, um, human uh, people die. So I'm going to take one person and I'm going to have a group of people for myself. Okay. This is basically what's happened in uh, the Bible and all the books. This is why I'm going through them strategically. Just to let you know, the most High's is not playing. His people supposed to listen to specific laws, statutes, precepts, and commands until everything is over. Are they doing it? No. There are children of the devil and children of the most high. Like I said, everything is against the children of um, the most high. I already read it. I already said it. Everything. And the whole world's going to perish. The whole world. Where is it saying, oh, I'm just going to save this part and save that part. Everybody's going to die. Judgment's going to be judgment. And people's going, uh, many are uh, called and are chosen a few. There's only going to be a few that's chosen. Now, I'm on Ezra's four. Now, I don't know if I'm going to read all the way because there's a lot. But I'm going to read uh, a lot of Ezra. But Ezra is a very powerful book and I will be uploading. Now, that's the last thing I'm going to do because I don't know how long I've been on here. Let me see what time it is. Oh, yeah. This got to be three hours long. Seven, this right here got to be three hours long. And I think the first one was like two and a half hours or something. And I don't mean to be long-winded, but you need to understand this stuff. You need to get it, honey. All right. So now I'm going to be reading two Ezra slash four Ezra. Okay. And I'm going to be reading chapter four. Okay. And I'm going to be reading four, five. And I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to read the important parts, but I'm going to upload the book four, five, seven, eight, and nine. And then what is this? Hold on. Then we'll be finished. You see how much it is? It's a lot, honey. Okay. 
walking in the most highest word is a lie. It ain't just this Bible with all these people telling you all these lies. I already told you the whole world is fooled. So let's move on and let's do this. Now, I'm going to read Ezra. Ezra was a major prophet at the point that um, things was happening when Ezra was alive. Jeremiah was also alive. Barak was also alive. And they were being taken captive by Babylon. Okay? So at that time, the Most High was halfening people up and telling them some people got to go to Babylon and be encouraged. So they sent Jeremiah to go with them. And um, some other people stay behind. So um, they were encouraged by a prophet because there was a few prophets there. They were encouraged by prophets so that they wouldn't be fearful. Remember, the reason why the children of Israel went into bondage at all the times they did is because they never listened. And as soon as they start, as uh, soon as they don't listen and um, the surrounding heathen nations come and tear them up, who they go running to? The most high. Mm -hmm. It's like a baby dance back and forth child it's like your child that refuses to listen okay so i'm not gonna read everything because it's long but i will upload the book but i need you to know certain things so um ezra was visited by an angel and the angel was communicating to ezra what's gonna happen because ezra wants to know uh what's gonna happen in the end times and the most high is gonna tell him not only is the Most High going to tell him, the Most High is going to tell him more than he told Daniel. Oh, yes. You see how Daniel from Daniel 8 to 12, the uh, the prophecy, excuse me, that Daniel had. And a lot of the prophecy, um, the Most High told Daniel, I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to tell you the prophecy, but you're going to close up the book because you're not going to disclose the prophecy. Well, that prophecy is in Ezra. And this is a part of why it's not in the Bible. Them heathens knew what they was doing when they uh, put those books together. Cherry, you're not going to play. That's why the Most High's choosing people. They're going to be, they're going to be God and the children. The children's going to be, uh, they're going to be all right. You need to seek the Most High. That's what your job is. Once the Most High pull out his, um, pour out his spirit, the children of Israel are going to get what they need to get to get through this life. They are. So I'm in um, chapter four and I'm going to go all the way down to, because there's a lot of questions that Ezra is asking. I'm only going to read you this, uh, the powerful ones. Now, he's asking him a whole bunch of stuff. Why we go into captivity? Why don't you love us? This is what Ezra is asking. Why don't you love us? Why you keep letting us go into captivity? Um, why do you let these heathens do what they do to us? Are we not your children? I mean, he's in panic mode. So the most high got to get him to a place to understand because he he's touching him and making him understand certain things. It's kind of like what happened with the um, Hermas and the shepherd. The Hermas could not understand nothing until they put him in, um, not put him, but he was in, they got him into such a headspace that he was able to um, understand spiritual things. Same thing with um, Ezra. Ezra knew things because he was already a prophet, but they put him in a headspace so he could really 
receive uh, the message and be able to communicate it. Okay. And there was a lot of things happening with Ezra because he stayed in, uh, he stayed away from the congregation for a long time when the most high um, was dealing with him. So a lot of times he's asking, why are the Gentiles slash heathens? Why are the heathens? It was initially heathens, but they changed it to Gentiles. Why are the heathens doing us wrong? What's happening? Don't you love us the most high? What is happening? Why do we keep um, dying? Um, are, do we have enough faith? Like what, what's happening? So the most high has to reprimand him and because he's demanding. And I mean, he's desperate and demanding to know some answers. Now the most I'm gonna give him some answers, but he's also reprimanding him. So um some of the questions is um tell me why this is happening the most high. The most I say you ain't gonna be able to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay. And he um the angel comes to him and was like you ain't gonna understand and and Ezra and his audacious self oh yes I am I'm gonna understand so uh the angel says to Ezra okay well if you're gonna understand heavenly things then I'm going to ask you a question, a physical carnal question. If you can answer that question, then I'll tell you heavenly things. So he posed the question and Ezra couldn't answer it. This is what, this is what humans do. They want to know everything and they can't even receive regular stuff. And this is what I mean about humans living today. There's a lot of humans and I'm talking about everybody. There's a lot of humans that cannot receive who the true children of Israel are. There's a lot of humans that cannot receive the original um, indigenous people was smart as whips. They was dealing with spirits and all of that. There's a lot of people who cannot receive that there's certain nations on this earth that's not really human. They look like human, but their bloodline tells something else. A lot of people can't receive that. Just like Ezra couldn't receive what's being said spiritually because there's a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes that people cannot grasp. And when I mean can't grasp, you can't spiritually receive it. Just like Yeshua said to Nicodemus, who was supposed to be a Pharisee. How can I tell you heavenly things and you can't grasp earthly things? So this is why a lot of people ain't gonna be able to receive this stuff. I, and a lot of people ain't going to be able to receive the, half the stuff I didn't already said. Okay. And if you can receive this, I know you ain't going to be able to receive the mysteries because there's mysteries. I ain't even never told you about the mysteries. Mysteries be blowing my wig cap back. I'll be like, oh, um, oh man. Okay. OMG is my goodness. Oh man. Like you you be changed, just like the most I said. You shall know the truth and the truth's gonna make you free. It's like coming out of the matrix and being able to see those X and O's or those zeros and ones and know that this stuff ain't even real. And I'm, I, I'm not trying to go nowhere else, but I'm just trying to tell you some people ain't gonna be able to receive this. They're gonna be, I don't know. I don't even know. But anyway, I'm gonna go through it. So Ezra asked, I mean, the angel asked Ezra the question. Ezra can't answer the question. So I'm going to start from there. And it says, he, as the angel said to me, 
You cannot understand the things with which you was grown up. That means earthly things. How then can your mind comprehend the way of the Most High? Because Ezra's demanding to know why all this stuff is happening to them. So he want to know, well, what's going on and what happened in the beginning? And the Most High said the angels like, if you can ask this, answer this carnal question, I'm going to tell you all the mysteries. Ezra can't answer nothing. So that's basically what the angel's saying. Well, how can you wrap your head around the most high? You can't even answer this simple question. You was born, you couldn't come forth without these things and you can't tell me what it is. That's what he's saying. So I say that to say, there's a lot of things that you ain't gonna be able to comprehend that the angel's gonna say. So I'm gonna move on. Okay. And I fell on my face and I said to him, it'd be better off if we was... Um, if we was not to be here, then to come here and live in wickedness and suffer and don't understand why. Uh, so then um, the angel says, the land was assigned to the forest. There's another parable that he wanted um, uh, Ezra to answer. And Ezra answered this right. So he's saying the land was assigned to the forest and the sea is assigned to the waves and also dwell upon the earth who um, earth can understand only what is on the earth. Those people on earth can only understand earthly things. Now, unless the Ruach's dealing with you. And he who is above the heavens understands what is above the height of the heavens. So the angel is telling Ezra, you ain't gonna be able to understand heavenly things. Because the Ruach is not going to be able to give you all this stuff for you to go back and go tell people. Because that's basically why Ezra's there, to find out what's happening, what's going to happen to them, blah, blah, blah. So the new age will make all things clear. Then I answered and said, I beseech you, my Lord. Now he's talking to the angel, calling the angel, my Lord. Why have I been endowed with the power of understanding? So I already told you. Ezra is a major prophet. So he has understanding already, but he still doesn't know heavenly things. So I did not wish to inquire about the ways above, but about the things which we daily experience. Why Israel has been given over to the heathens as an approach. Why the people to whom you love has been given over to wicked tribes. And the law of our fathers has been made of no effect and the written covenants no longer exist. Why do they no longer exist? Because nobody ain't listening to them. And why we pass from this world like locusts, meaning we just dying for nothing, and our life is like a mist. Uh-huh. And we're not worthy to obtain mercy. This is what Ezra's asking because he's desperate. They being killed and taken away as captives, a.k.a. slaves. But what will he do for his name by which we are called? This is what Ezra's talking to the angel about. It's about those things that I've asked. And the angel answered him and said, you're going to see if you're alive, you're going to find out what's going to happen in the end. Okay. The age is hastening. That means the age is going by. That means time is flying. That's what it means. Time is flying, which the most High said he's going to do for the saints. I already told you but it will not be able to bring the things that have been promised to the righteous from the most high. You all right? In their appointed times, because this age is full of sadness and infirmities, 
for the evil about which you ask has been sown, but the harvest of it has not come. If therefore uh, that which is not sown is that which is, let me, if therefore that which has been sown is not reaped, lower, uh, I mean, um, the, um, the wheat and the tears, that's what he's talking about. And if the place where the evil has been sown does not pass away, the field where the good has been sown will not come. For a grain of evil seed was sown in Adam's heart from the beginning. Listen, and how much wickedness it produced until now and will produce until the time of threshing comes. What's the time of threshing? The time of consummation. What happened? Wickedness was planted in Adam when the devil came and bamboozled Eve and Adam gave his power away. I already told you that's what happened. So the angel is telling Ezra this, okay? Until everything plays itself out, the goodness ain't gonna come. The evil has to go, okay? The, the wheat and the tares, they still growing. The tower is still being built. You see the metaphors? When it's the end, that's when all this stuff has to um, move forward before the end. So consider now for yourself how much fruit of wickedness a grain of evil seed has produced. We talk about Adam. For a grain of evil seed was sown into Adam's heart from the beginning. Uh-huh. That's why I read Genesis and the book of Adam and Eve. What happened to them? What the devil did. This is why all this stuff is coming to where it's coming and how much wickedness it has produced until now and will produce until the time of threshing, which is the time of consummation, the end of time. Consider now for yourself how much fruit of wickedness a grain of evil seed has produced. This is the angel talking to Ezra. When the heads of grain without number are sown, how great a threshing floor they will fill. Say what? Let the uh, the wheat and the tear grow together until they fully grown. Take the, uh, the tears and put them in the fire. That's the wicked people. Take the wheat and put it in my barn. That's the second life. Understand that. I already told you what that metaphor was and what Yahshua said. Okay, and then he said, the angel, that you don't, um, he wants to know, Ezra wants to know, then I answered and said, how long will these things be? And why are our years few and evil? That's what he said, Ezra. And then the angel said, you don't hasten faster than the most high for your haste is for yourself. So he's saying this for himself, but for the most high, he hastens for everybody. Okay, did not the souls of the righteous in their chambers ask about these matters? Yes, they did. If you go to the Bible, the children that are die that died are saying, how long, Father Yah, how long is it going to be before you get rid of the wicked people that killed us? Are they not saying that at the throne of the Most High? Yes, they are. The people who died for no reason, those martyrs. Yes, they are. So the archangel, the archangel continued to say, 
when the number of those like yourselves is completed, remember I went to um, the shepherd of Hermas and the, the, um, the assembly said the same thing to Hermas. When the, uh, when the number of those uh, righteous people are completed and the most high has them, for he has weighed the age in the balance and measured the times by measure and numbered the times by number and he will not move or arouse them until the measure is fulfilled. Now, this, I'm going to say, the most high knew from the beginning of the uh, beginning of the world and before that, all the stuff that's going to happen. So he weighed everything in the balance and he um, fixed the times. I already told you that certain times is going to happen. Certain times, certain things are going to happen. I already told you the time of sorrows, um, tribulation, uh, a false Mashiach going to come. These are the times that he weighed and he put together. I'm going to tell you this too. In those laws, you're supposed to be honest about weight and measures. Okay, weights and measures. The most high even uses weights and measures. And he just said it. The angel said that the most high measured the times and he uses weights and measures to measure the time of the end. Is that not a part of the laws? Weights and measures? Being honest about weights and measures? Yes. I'm a this is complex, honey. This is not a game. How much time remains? There's a, so much more to say, but... How much time remains? I'm only reading certain things. Ezra wants to know how long it is going to be before the end of time. Then Ezra said, if I found favor in your sight, please tell me if I'm worthy and show me also whether more time is to come than has passed or whether for us the greater part has gone by. For I know what has gone by but I don't know what's to come. So the angel said, showed him, he said to me, stand by my right side and I'll show you an interpretation of a parable, AKA metaphor. So I stood and looked and behold, a flaming furnace passed before me and the flame had gone by. I looked and behold, the smoke remained. And after this, a cloud full of water passed by before me and poured down a heavy and violent rain. And when the rainstorm had passed, drops remained in the cloud. And he said to me, consider it for yourself, for as the rain is more than the drops and the fire is greater than the smoke, so the quantity that passed was far greater, but the drops and smoke remained. Then I prayed and I said, do you think that I shall live into those days or who will be alive in those days? And he answered me and said, concerning the signs about which you asked me, I can tell you in part, but I was not sent to tell you concerning your life for I don't know. So this is a conversation between the angel and Ezra. The angels telling Ezra, a whole bunch of people came before you, many multitudes of people. But the time is slowing down that less and less, pe less, and less people is going to be born because the, of the consummation of time has to come. So let's just put a pin in that for one second and, and look at, um, I'm not going to be able to finish this at this time. This is going to be the end of 
part two. I guess it's going to be a part three. This is how much information I need to give you. So I'm going to say this, and then we're going to do a part three next week. I'm going to say this to you. Let's talk about what the angel said. So the angel told Ezra, a lot of people, multitudes of every people on earth have come. You at a time when everything is slowing down, okay? And that's what he's talking about, the metaphor about the rain and the storms. So now that time is hastening, the most high, we getting humans, humanity is getting closer and closer to the end of the world, okay? So being that they're going to be at the end of the world, It's not going to be that many people that's going to be born. Now, if you go to the Bible, it's going to say something like that. It's going to say that um, less and less people going to be on the earth. And if you think about that right now, go to the news, world news, every news, any news. Just look it up. Type it in if you can't find it. People not being able to conceive. People not um, having as many children as they um, were having in the past, for whatever reason, the most high is doing this. This is a part of the end of the age. All of these things that's happening in the world is all related. It's all related. Everything is relevant. This is why I upload things. These scriptures are not falling void. What the most high said is coming to fruition. So the angel told Ezra long ago, there's going to come a time when humans is going to stop producing. They're going to produce less and less and less until there's no more because the end of the age has to come. The most high is a faithful L and he is um, uh, uh, very uh, gracious. So if somebody's supposed to come on earth, then they're going to get their chance to come. The most high is not going to stop it because, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop it right now. That's what Ezra wants to know. This is why he's saying all this stuff. Ezra's going, well, when is it going to happen? This happened. Everybody in every age thought the end of the world was going to come. But as you know, in the scriptures that I read, Yahshua even said, nobody knows when it's going to come. I'm telling you what's going to happen, but nobody knows what's going to come. Only the most high knows. Not even me, the son. I don't know. The angels don't know. Only the most high knows when the end of everything's going to be. This is why I always say you do your job because you need to seal yourself in the most high. Okay. You need to know where your righteousness lies. This is what the angel is saying. Now, Ezra's going to say a whole bunch of other things. And this is what you need to understand. And I'm going to read it in the last part. This is the second part. I didn't even, I don't, I didn't know what I was thinking when I did this lesson. <laughs> I said to myself, I got 63 pages. Something got to come out. I'm going to have to condense stuff. And that's why I said at the beginning of the first uh, part, it might be two parts, but now I'm at the second part and it got to be a third part. So in the third part, I'm just going to read Ezra. I'm going to give everybody a synopsis of what I said already. And I'm going to move forward with Ezra's. 
uh, two Ezra's slash four Ezra. And again, I said that in the regular Bible, King James, Ezra, the book of Ezra is there, but not in its entirety. Why? Because you're going to know who the children of Israel are for truth. If they put it in there. Now, I already told you the Bible's tampered with. People's doing all kinds of stuff. But anyway, in chapter, I'm going to say chapter three, sorry. In the uh, part three, I'm going to end um, the consummation of time, uh, proving it to you by these scriptures. So that's going to be in part three. And I hope that you learn something. With that, I will see you next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.